Hi, and welcome to the Thoughtful Talent Show. I'm Jen Werner of Jen Werner Coaching. And I'm Chad Ahern of Talent and Teams Consulting. And today we have two wonderful guests with us to talk about the theme of connectedness. I am pleased to introduce our first guest. She's actually a returning guest for us. Um, thrilled to have her here, Carolyn Grant, all the way from her new home in Greenville, South Carolina. I hope I got that right. She told you me uh, a little while ago. Carolyn is a fellow Gout certified strength coach and consultant for entrepreneurs, leaders, and teams. Her clients include individuals and companies ranging from small entrepreneur startups to Fortune 100 corporations. Carolyn leverages her background in training and development to provide individualized approaches that help her clients improve organizational, team, and personal performance. Welcome back, Carolyn. Thank you. Welcome. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I love the and, snaps already, Jessica. Yes, <laughs> right. And it's my honor to introduce to you today a fellow Gallup and Eda Grove certified coach, Jessica Cowan. So Jessica is the owner and principal consultant at Cowan Consulting, and their motto is, you need our solution. They bring creative and innovative solutions to your unique business needs, including high-performance team and leadership training, strategic planning, small small to mid-sized business consulting, implementation planning, and capitalization consult, consultations. Um, she's also an adjunct pr professor teaching intro to computer programming at Rhodes College. So interested in that. Um, and her, her background is in higher ed and nonprofit space, and she loves getting involved in her community and giving back. She coaches Little League basketball. She plays in a basketball league league. She likes to play tennis and sits on the few boards um, for a couple of nonprofit and community community organizations. Welcome to the show, Jessica. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes. Awesome. So before we dive in to our Clifton Strengths talent theme today of connectedness, I wanted to check with you both to have you share with us in our audience where connectedness falls for you in your top five. Um, Jessica, where is it for you? Uh, so connectedness for me is number four. Number four. Okay. And Carolyn, for you? It is number two. Oh, awesome. Okay. So we have the experts with us today to talk to us about connectedness. Now, Chad, do you want to start us off with what Gallup has to say about connectedness? Sure. So as we always start every episode, we'll start with a short description. So Gallup defines this talent theme as follows. People exceptionally talented in the connectedness theme have faith in the links among all things. They believe that there are few coincidences and almost every event has meaning. So very big picture, yeah. <laughs> at least at least that's my initial take. So just as, as a reference point, I have this as number seven. So I <laughs> am still learning how to best tap into my connectedness, which makes me very excited about uh, today's show. Uh, Jen, do you mind if I ask where this falls for you? Yeah, this is number 30 for me. So, okay. I, I mean, it's it's not at the very bottom, but I, it might as well be. And what I've learned already from other people that I've talked to who have connectedness is I don't know how to make those connections. Like that isn't <laughs> that isn't something that comes natural to me. So I'm so excited to hear and share with our audience and, and our listeners, you know, all of the great things you guys have to share with us today. Awesome. Well, to dive right into the topic then, 
Um, Jessica, I'm going to come to, to you first with this question, but I'm really curious if you can start to help us walk through how this talent theme shows up, um, maybe how, how it helps you think or how it helps you engage with um, those around you, maybe what behaviors others might see from the outside that demonstrate your connectedness. Help us help us start to understand. We'll get into also the, the theme dynamics and how it interacts with some of your other talent themes, but if we think about this theme right. in silo what does that look and feel like wow siloed connectedness who knew <laughs> i know um, I'm, I'm putting up boundaries already and i don't okay. need to be but i want <laughs> no, people to be able to focus on this on this beautiful theme right <laughs> right okay so like uh this theme like for me it is um it is like the thing that connects everything um but it, it's like it literally like connects me to life like beyond like just the life we're here living today like it helps uh and inspires my purpose um I believe you know like everything happens for a reason and it's it is it, it it's a big concept but we can get we'll get granular um as we learn more about it but again like it just it really guides my purpose it helps me believe like everything happens for a reason coincidence there's no such thing as a coincidence um and a lot of times like I accept mystery like I'm okay with not understanding the why behind some things because I know that there might be a reason for me not understanding something at this point in time um but I also can also connect the past present and future so I can see a why a deeper meaning of the why um and I love connecting people um I'm able to connect thoughts feelings, ideas to like actual things that we're trying to get done. Um, so for me, uh, connectedness is in every, everything I do. Um, it, it just kind of makes sense. It helps me make sense of life. Awesome. That's a great start. Carolyn, yeah. I, I want to come to you with the same question, because as we've learned in doing other episodes of this show, the themes show up differently in different people, obviously, because we have different themes around them. We've lived different lives. I'm curious how your connectedness shows up for you, whether you want to expand anything Jessica said, or give us your own flavor of this. So Jessica, that was well said, and I can relate to a lot of what you shared. So let me begin by an honest admission. Um, I struggled with connectedness being in number two, and it I didn't understand it. My I had a misperception of connectedness in the the beyond faith in God, I'm like, how does this show up in my life? The descriptor didn't seem to fit me. And I was stuck for quiet for years, honestly. <laughs> so we can always continue to grow and learn our constraints. Yeah. But somewhere along the line, and probably from coaching and, and coaching others with connectedness, it was the answer to what drew me to Clifton strengths. Oh, that's why I dot, dot, dot. So for myself, connectedness shows up now at my core. And it is my primary talent for doing what I do. It's purpose. It's finding links towards solutions for my clients, for myself. It is, um, it's my driver and it's just my driver. Nice. That's yeah. fantastic. So I, I love the point you make um, about, you know, taking some time to, to grasp and grapple with your talent themes. I think a lot of people, you know, that particularly as, as they first get their talent themes, be like, okay, well, I've taken the assessment. I've done a little bit of a debrief and that's the end of it. 
No, it's not. <laughs> Carol, you're a trained coach and you're still wrestling with it. I think that that's a really great sign of both self-awareness, but also a, a, a clue and a key to other people that are diving into this, that we're always developing and we're always learning how to, how to better utilize our, our top theme. So thank you very much for being open and, and um, you know, Wonderful. vulnerable That's with that, cool. with that, um, because that can be tough to say, apparently is, you know, we we're supposed to be trained coaches and, you know, people have this perception that we know it all. No, we're still, uh, even as coaches and as individuals growing ourselves. Um, can I Carol, something? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Jessica. Because uh, like, I agree with that and, and can relate to that too, because connectedness is such a, like, if it wasn't for this, like being asked to be on the podcast, it's so hard to think about where connectedness shows up other than especially if we have high belief because I have high belief as well so it looks a lot like faith it looks a lot like you know it, it looks a lot like that but if I don't have I take the belief away like the connectedness you know I think you mentioned like before like the ripple effect in the bridge like we're the skill sets that we bring with uh this strength um is so intermingled with other strengths that I feel like it is um a hidden gem you know but like you said it's it's the core it's really in the center of who we are um but because it's in the center you gotta get through all the other strengths to see it you know um and so it, it really takes time it took a lot of reflection to actually learn to appreciate what connectedness brings to the table and how it shows up so yeah. Oh, thank she you so said. much for sharing <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, because yeah. I felt the same when in when you when you compared that to belief. I felt the same about my belief when I got it. Actually, Carol, Carol and I went through some of the same like struggles with the, like okay, yes, I have beliefs and and I'm pretty strong minded about certain things, but where does like how does it really come out in me and how do other people notice that? And I don't I don't know that I even like accepted it. It wasn't like that like thing that's just in the background and what mm -hmm. i realized that it is it was at my core as well and actually brought intensity to all the rest of my strength so i love the boat that both of you were asking you to deconstruct connectedness <laughs> and it's one of those themes like it it really can't be right there it's truly connected yeah. um, I, I, can i i just like yeah. to add something or ask something because carolyn you and i have had conversations before about connectedness and you know, it's interesting that we're talking about it being as sort of the core, which is sort of a, a zoom in and reminds me of something else you said about this connectedness theme, which is sort of the, the ability to, to both zoom out and zoom in. And I, I was just wondering if you could talk our audience through a little bit of uh, what you're getting at there and, and that, that capability of this theme, because it was something interesting that I learned from you a, a while ago um, about, this, about this theme. Yeah. So one of the things that I, I had noticed that I see patterns, I see things, I lead through relationship building, and that is very strong for me. So when I'm in conversations with people and they, I say, well, that's because of, I am able to, I see everything as a part of a bigger picture. Naturally. I, it's a, I call it the zoom out. I can look at a problem um, a situation and zoom out and understand the connections of what got a person or a team to a certain situation because yeah. that zoom out. But the zoom in is, I think of Clifton Strength as a lens, right? Like a camera shutter, yeah. you zoom in. And so when you zoom in, you can go more granular to figure out what's going on and then zooming out and to 
how do we solve it? How do we help? How do I help bring understanding? Awesome. Thanks. I, I, and it I, is links. Yeah. They're yeah. all connected. Yeah. <laughs> um, which also brings me to another question I want to ask around this, how this shows up at sort of the personal level, which is, you know, can, can, and I don't know who wants to take this question first. I, I just want to sort of put it on the table and see who wanted to grab it. Um, how, how do you, how do each of you think about and, and share or describe the connections between very disparate ideas, you know, without losing people in that vast web of, of topics? You know, I, I can already see your minds are thinking, you know, 19 steps down the line, but the people you're probably talking to probably only care about steps one and two, but your mind still wants to do that whole, like, well, these are all the other factors. How, how do you do that? <laughs> you know, the web is so big, but you need to focus, you know, again, sort of that zoom in, zoom out. What does that look like? And, and how do you do that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. For me, I mean, that is a, that is a very great question. A question that I often ask myself before I start going down a rabbit hole, like, like now. Okay. So how do I concisely answer this question? Um, and so a lot of times, like, I mean, I, I really have to um, think of the why, the why behind the question, because my mind goes into like a, a million different directions. You give me an ideal and it's just like a rocket ship with tentacles. Um, and so all that to say is uh, a lot of times I have to like be aware of like when I'm going down this rabbit hole, uh, remind myself of the why, like, okay, what's the purpose of the question <laughs> is the rabbit hole that I'm going down or are the things let's not they're not all rabbit holes because sometimes they're they're connected so it's not a hole um <laughs> all that to say is like um a lot of times I have to make sure like one is it uh related to the solution at hand or the problem that we're talking about are we like are the connections that I'm making Lead, going in the right direction um is it even worth like mentioning to this person do we have the capability to, to manage all of the connections that i'm drawing on and if not i slowly kind of bring myself back to be more concise and um and and succinct and um and depending on who i'm talking to if they can catch what i'm throwing out there then i might have to draw like a mind map or a diagram and, and really okay. like display how it's all connected and that helps out a lot too nice Carolyn? Yeah, so I think for me, getting rooted in the why, and because I think coach training helped for me to realize I have to stay focused on what my client needs are. That helps me think when I zoom out, I can see the end. And as um, my husband is an engineer, so he's very practical and pragmatic in thought. So years ago, he started, he would talk about root cause. So mm -hmm. that thought of an anchor or a root cause, getting to the why helps me realize I can't go off on a tangent. And frankly, just from life experience of realizing, just like people who have high futuristic, that they're in the future and they need to come and explain for the now, I recognize that in myself. So I've been very intentional to talk about action steps and step one and step two. So those are the, those, the links become steps. Yeah. Nice. Beautiful. Thank you so much for answering that because I've always been curious about delving into my own connectedness a little bit because I have some tendencies that lead me in a in a dozen different directions. 
and then getting people to understand those links has has been a challenge. So I appreciate starting to think about some solutions for myself, but I also hope our, our listeners are, are, are finding that helpful as well. So thank you. Yeah, well, we, we know these don't actually operate in silo. And, and like we've always said on all of our past episodes, we, we see our talents as kind of a double-edged sword. There's the like the good edge that we use for good. And then there's the edges that we're like, mm, that might be a little rough and maybe I um, can get myself in trouble with that. Do you find, um, Jessica, do you find that your, your connectedness talent can get you into trouble and, and maybe negatively impact you in any ways? Yeah, um, especially before, you know, before I understood it more going from like the raw to the mature side of it. Um, and even like today, sometimes like I will like because we see patterns and connections and and because we have kind of this core belief that, you know, everything happens for a reason. Um, sometimes we're, we're able to see connections that might uh be based on weak evidence or it might not really you know be there so we have to ask questions and and really you know check our assumptions and check our intuition to make sure that those connections are really there um and and also like i've noticed that sometimes um because we see the connections if we're not communicating clearly what those connections are uh, depending on who we're listening to, it could be received as confusion or like, oh, we're not sure about what we want to do. And really, we're like, no, I'm, I know exactly where we're going. But I also know that there's multiple options to get there. And it depends on kind of where we are because everything's connected. So this is connected to that and that. And so it really just depends on what the answer is right now or at this moment. Uh, and so a lot of times it could, it could cause can can cause confusion and distraction if we're not uh, communicating clearly the links that we see. Um, so I have to be like aware of that and and also aware of the the people that I'm connecting to each other. You know, like make sure that it's purposeful, that there's a meaning behind it. And and going back to the root cause, like the why. Why is this important? Why am I doing this? And if there's no purpose, then we might not need to do that. Carolyn, I saw you <laughs> nodding a lot to, to those. Yeah. Do you do you have similar experiences too? I, I do, but I think for me, it's the blind spot of connectedness oh. that gets in my way. Again, it's about being intentional. So I've learned, but um, kind of like positivity, the it, connectedness can be con can considered a um, naivete. Yeah. So oh. I I look at people as a part of a whole. So whether it's a team environment or one-on-one -on -one coaching, I see that more than other people do. So I walk into a situation and I get that each individual, I understand each individual person has their own needs and values, but the mission, the purpose should be for the whole group. And especially today, work is complex. So you've got people who are burnt out that my celebration of the team and us moving forward as a team, I feel that in a way that I have to remind myself that other people don't. So that's the the blind spot. So so just going back to your word of the name. <laughs> say it for me, Jen. I, I can't say it either. Yeah, there we go. That's the one. <laughs> is, is that sort of a, that uh, about the individual 
you're sort of leaving them behind or you're, or you're being a bit more optimistic about them than what's oh, yeah. really in play. Is that what you're getting at? It's about the optimism. It's exactly that. Okay. I walk into the situation, um, most situations and I'm like, okay, I've, I've, the, in the end, this is all going to work. And, yeah. oh, and people it. show okay. up with a mindset of, yep, we want to make this work too. Yes, there are problems, but we want to come together to solve yeah. this and be united. <laughs> and that isn't always the case. So I have to, I always start like that. And then I have to backpedal and I find that it gets frustrating for yeah. me because my natural, again, this is at my core is, of course, we want to work together to accomplish the goal. And when not everybody wants to do that or cares, they only care. Some people only care about themselves because they're for whatever reason. Yeah. That's oh, true. Wow. Yeah. It makes so, it's ability, so interesting. Yeah. Sorry. Go, go ahead. I was just saying your ability to individualize that and, and but yet, like, I, I think a, a superpower of the connectedness is that whole, we're able to connect individuals to the big why and goal for businesses and stuff. And so really we're able to bring about purpose for the individuals and purpose for the team. Um, mm -hmm. But as you mentioned, there is that, uh, let me try it, naivete on the <laughs> situation where it's, we do, we can come off as very optimistic um, because we can see those, we can see the potential uh, that might be the developer, but we can see the connections. And, and yeah. so it's, it's, it's a superpower. And so I think, you know, I'm learning, I have to like really communicate that. And then sometimes I have to tap on the individuals who might be like the Debbie Downers or the Sour Sally. Sorry, <laughs> we won't use the name, but I was Sally or something. I don't know. Um, so I really have to like, when those situations come, I have to really like connect with that individual, that relationship. I have to really like connect with them and see what their why is and then help them individualize. Like I have to maybe go tap into some other strengths when I see that occurring in a team setting. But I think that is a superpower for us as well. Exactly. Thank you. Cause I like that you put that, you explained the solution. Cause I agree that would be the same method. It's yeah. so interesting yeah. because this, this even sounds a little like futuristic. Do you have that like <laughs> comparison often? because you're able to make the connections? I think, I, what would you say, Carol? I think there, the zooming out and is the futuristic element. Um, mm. For me, it serves, this can't be siloed, really. So, right. yeah. so yes, there's a futuristic element, but there's also, I don't have high futuristic or high individualization. This, you know how people oh, wow. often we coach like, well, I don't have X theme in my yeah. top 10. And I'm like, but how do you, how does it present or represent? And that's what the anchor I call, that's why I call it um, yeah. the yeah. anchor. It's there. It's showing up as the vision, as the strategy, as the individualization. Oh, yeah. I didn't think you didn't have high individualization. I would have guessed that was high for you. Uh, for me, individualization is high. Futuristic is number 27, according to my uh, handy dandy app here. It's number 27. <laughs> so like- um it, but it does i'm i'm often thinking about the future in a way of like okay what is the meaning of life like bigger than me yeah. it's bigger than just i'm not the only one here um here in every interaction i have 
has that long could have a, a long-term effect and it is it's a I think that's where the futuristic kind of comes in I'm I'm conscious of like how my interactions today impact tomorrow yes that ripple and, effect yes yeah. the ripple effect I just like to take a quick say because I think this is a beautiful demonstration of the actual connectedness theme as we're starting to learn it is that look, listen to these two wonderful coaches they're already connecting like three and four other talent themes to this mm -hmm. one um, because they are all connected. And that, you know, as much as Jen and I have, have tended to focus each of these episodes on a specific theme, I think it's just a beautiful demonstration of, yeah. and, and I want to celebrate it, that you have taken a siloed topic and all of a sudden, <laughs> All these beautiful stems are coming off <laughs> and connecting back to this, back to essentially the, the core focus of the, of the, of the episode, which is connectedness. But we've already heard about futuristic individualization and um, it, developer. Um, developer and relator. Yeah. So I just, I wanted to take a quick second, just pause <laughs> with that thought because I thought it was beautiful and worth celebrating because it, it is a demonstration right in this episode of this theme coming out um, in both yeah. of these wonderful, wonderful guests. Well, and what the audience doesn't know is like, we did warn them beforehand that our connectedness strip <laughs> kind of goes with the flow a little bit, um, <laughs> but we are very respective, respectful of the deliberative and responsibility uh, oh. things that are high for Jen and Chad. And so we're really to, we're, we're able to follow the structure, but they they willingly allowed us to go with the flow too. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we Thank love you. we love that about both of you. Yeah. Thank you so much. And and so be ch because Chad brought us right down the alley of of the like beautifulness and the just how beneficial this talent is. I wondered if you could both talk to us a little bit about like how you really see that this has impacted your life in really positive waves and big positive ways. And Carolyn, I want to start with you. Well, once I discovered the beauty of this theme, I realized it is the my driver towards working things through with people. Again, I lead through people. So personally and professionally, it is it helps me link to connect, to feel a part of, um, and these close relationships, even with teams, I deeply care to build a genuine connection. And because I can see through our work together, the beauty of how it's going to benefit the individual and as mm -hmm. well as the team, as well as the organization. So it, it shows up um, that that connection is vital and necessary. Yeah. And you've shared with me before how how you feel like it, it's even with that relationship building um, that you're actually constantly building bridges. Can you go in a little deeper with that? Yes. So I, you know, we take for granted what comes most naturally to us, right? We work with our clients yeah. and, and we find that and you're like, how can you not see? Well, because <laughs> I do see, um, I, I really get a kick out of helping people build the bridge, the connection to where they're at now, to where they want to go. I can see the interlinking path to that. And that, so that's the, that's the bridge. Or again, we talk about the ripple effect. That's yeah. it, it's, it's powerful to look at and see how people can achieve their goals. 
or build relationships. That's a big problem now. Communication is mm -hmm. tough for people. So I think connectedness does help me understand the value of relationships. Mm -hmm. And you see it too, Jessica? I do. Yes. A hundred percent agree. Like, um, pulling the right people in for, to solve the right type of problems, um, gathering the right people in the community, whether that's like, you know, trying to find supporters or advocates for, um, causes and, and, or when we're thinking about solutions, like we're really able to like bring, like bring the right people in for the problem. Um, and to really think about the solution and, and, and connecting, people to other people who might have similar interests like it doesn't always have to be about business but it could be about just like building a community like we're really good at, at that type of stuff um uh and so I, I feel like I see that a lot for me like um I was just agreeing to that but I don't know if you're finished answering the question where you I am go for it okay okay just wanted to check um, <laughs> love you guys so it, it really like it really shows up for me and it's kind of like how I built even how I built my business and even not even my business, but my life, because work and life for me are connected They're They're connected. So it's important that I enjoy work and it's very important that I enjoy life as well. So this whole connections is all about bringing past experiences that I've had to uh, really help other people, businesses live out their purpose, uh, be successful and all of that stuff. And um, Carolyn, you mentioned link uh, the connections, like when we're able to help individuals link, uh, just link things together. And so that's one of my like uh, favorite things to do is, you know, a lot of times they talk about like, oh, focus on one thing. People will have focus. I really, <laughs> I I I am uh I admire that strength. It's not up there. Focus and discipline are not up there. So uh, when I'm helping working with other individuals who have a lot of things on their plates, like they're very like they're high performers, but they might have like three or four different business ideas. What I, I find like where connection really helps me or connectedness helps me is where I'm able to connect all the things they're doing, maybe build, put some structure behind all of these thoughts and ideas that they might not see. Um, how it's connected or other people might not be able to see how it's connected but I, I work with clients we we brainstorm I have a big uh wall and we we're throwing shoot everything that you're doing your hobbies your skills every single thing and let's take a let's zoom out and let's see how they're connected and what's the best way to what it looks a little bit like strategic but what's the best way to connect all of these dots or let's see how I can see how this is connected to this and and just really helping individuals figure that out really helps them kind of it really brings to eye like if they're doing what they feel like they're called and purpose to do or if they're not doing what they feel like they're called to purpose to do and, and it it's 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 a really cool thing to do but it, it definitely um it's definitely interconnected with a lot of different things I can hear your passion in that. And yeah. it's so great. Like, yeah, I, I can feel you making all of these connections for people. And I can see that that's something you are so very passionate about. Yeah. Just that relationship building. I got, yeah. I leave relationship building my top five, four of the five are relationship building. And then for eight out of my, like, and then the other four are like executing. So I like people and then I like to get things done. Yeah. So when they're connected, it's beautiful. Yeah. So I've got two, two, two things. One is an observation. One is, is a question for both of you. 
Um, Jessica, the the wonderful image I had that came to mind as you were talking was it's almost it almost sounded like a reverse mind map. You start with the outside, you know, blobs mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. put them all up on the board, and then the ability of this theme to kind of like bring it back, and be like, oh, this is the core thing sitting in the middle. This is the thread that runs through all these other ideas. I just those mm -hmm. that I could see you working at like a big whiteboard and having all these disparate you're in my classroom right now. <laughs> exactly how i teach i'm like let's brain fart on the board and then we'll put it together like, <laughs> nice throw it out there and we'll connect it eventually nice, nice. Um, the that was my observation the one quick question just for our listeners i know that um Je, uh, jen and i have been in touch with you and, and know some of your themes but could you just really quickly for our audience list off each of your top five just so that people get an understanding you know, Carolyn, you've mentioned so many relationship building themes around yours. Jessica, you've hinted at some, you know, you just said a lot of relationship building, a lot of executing. Could you just go through your top five for us and for our listeners? Sure. So um, maximizer, connectedness, developer, relator, and intellection. Mm. Okay. Wonderful. And Jessica, Jessica, for you? Yeah. Developer, responsibility, individualization connectedness and relator okay <laughs> now now i'm starting to see some of those fly yeah. into this as well honorable so. mention is restorative at number six so so part of the reason why i was asking about your themes is that one of the next questions we've always been interested to explore with our with our guests is that you know, we've tried to talk about this connectedness in its own silo that obviously with connectedness doesn't, doesn't really work, but <laughs> we're going to, we're going to lead into the, the connectedness now. And I'm just curious, given that it does not operate in a silo, I'm wondering if there are particular themes you find yourself pairing with your connectedness on maybe a little bit more of a regular basis. I know each of you have said this sort of sits at the core of a lot of your talent themes or, um, you know, you're tapping into it on a pretty regular basis, but are there certain themes that you find really have helped sort of accelerate the success of the connectedness um, or your ability to use it? Uh, Jessica, can we start with you? Uh, yeah. Um, so for me, some of those themes that show up as well um, that really kind of like add value to it is uh, I'd say individualization. Um and restorative and i i often forget developer is is number one so everything has potential so even if i forget forget it it's there um but individualization and restorative i say because i'm able to connect with um well i'm able to see the potential in connections and, and really connect with people on a very unique individual level close and tie the relator into that like it's a very like we're able to have these very meaningful connections that might be short like for a moment and stuff but they last a lifetime you know um and then the restorative is that like i i don't just like build relationships but i i look at building relationships that could help solve problems you know like it's very solution oriented in a sense and sometimes that's a good thing sometimes it could be you know like a, a, a thing that I could work on you know if 
if if the relationship has meaning, not even meaning, let's not say meaning. If I understand the why behind the relationship and there's more purpose in the relationship, then I find that um, that connection is a little bit um, stronger. Um, and, and so like restorative and individualization, I think really helped uh, this talent be more successful. Nice. Carolyn, how about for you? I was noticing a lot of nodding on your side too. So I'm not sure what's, if you're... <laughs> What's funny. So yes, of course, we're sim. We have similar talent themes in order. So I, yeah. I do agree a lot with what Jessica says and can connect to that. <laughs> so um, <laughs> after, I have intellection at number five. So after our conversation previously, I thought, you know, let me think about this a bit more. And I have, I think, maximizer and developer uh, are the themes that really complement connectedness for me. And so, yes, I lead with relationship building, but every vision I have of the project at hand, the why, impacts the people, helping people grow, which is the developer. But the maximizer is all about quality and transformation. Mm. Wow. So your meaningful connections are kind of like looking to not for me, it's like solve a problem, but like for you, it's more of like, how can we like, like literally maximize the potential that you see, uh, not just in the solution, but also the individuals involved in it, it sounds like. No, exactly. So the I I know restorative is about fixing. That's a little yeah. bit lower for me. So mine mm-hmm. is about solution. So mm-hmm. we, I recognize that there's a situation that needs to change. It's the people who are going to have to have come to the individual awareness mm. of what's the reason their why so it can yeah. impact the whole and so cutting through you I think the maximizer filter helps me cut through to get to the nitty-gritty mm, nice with the people yeah <laughs> I love that wow okay so <laughs> building on that <laughs> which is still a lot to take in like so many awesome thoughts I'm gonna ask, I have to use my learner later and go back and re-listen to this because I'm, I'm soaking in so much. Uh, I'm curious, as we think about those themes that have helped you be successful with your connectedness, we also know that sometimes our our themes can get a kind of a runaway train. You know, they don't necessarily need to be reined in, but maybe, you know, figure out the right mm-hmm. speed limit for it. Um, sometimes we've talked about going down rabbit holes or just going way too far with some of our themes. I'm wondering if there are themes that you have found useful in, again, not reining in, but helping find the right balance for the connectedness and, you know, being able to optimize it, but not overdoing it. Um, and are there themes that, that you look to or start to loop into the into your thought process around that. And Carolyn, I'm wondering if you could start us off with thinking about that. So I I really see my top 10 every day. So my response to the rabbit hole is the responsibility is my number six. Um, that keeps me on ta- on fo- focused on where I need yeah. to be and um, input through the people. So it helps me dial down the zoom in to um not go off on a tangent because i think if i go off on a tangent at some point i'm like all right i'm making it about me 
and I'm not supposed to be making it about me, it's supposed to be about problem solution or, um, for whom, whom I'm coaching. So that's, I had to zoom out beyond the, the five, though the others are still at play, but I'll just say responsibility <laughs> and input. Okay. And, <laughs> and Carol, uh, uh, Jessica, what about for you? Uh, I was going to uh, tag on responsibility de definitely helps as well um, with that focus piece and, in, in, in uh, you know, maintaining just the, the ownership of like really being solution oriented and, and remembering the why, why are we here? Uh, uh, tied with belief and analytical really helps bring me out of the rabbit hole in the sense of when I start asking with the analytical, just start asking the right questions. <laughs> like, uh, is the rabbit hole that I'm on, is it related to the core problem? Um, is it related to the solution? Is it leading them in the right direction? Is it just causing confusion? You know, I start looking and, and taking in uh, notes as far as where I'm going. And this sometimes happens as I'm going on a tangent. Um, belief also, like, uh, belief, I think, um, helps as well when, like, just aiming it towards something uh, like a purpose. Uh, mm -hmm. Again, with the why. Like, the why and purpose are kind of, like, interchangeable, but, like, if I know that the connection, like if if I know that either what I'm saying or the bridges that I'm building has meaning, uh, then I know that it's, you know, a good connection to continue on. Um, and if it doesn't have meaning, then I usually like kind of like, or if it's, you know, outside of my own world compass, I kind of like, you know, just pull myself out the rabbit hole. It's interesting to me. And of course, I'm hearing it and loving it because you're both using responsibility. And you know, that's, that's my <laughs> number two. So or my number one. So that's, that's what happens with that. Um, but I'm loving hearing you guys say that, you know, like in order to pull you back to what the core of the mission is, because you could see all the connections you've talked to us before about not mm. being able to communicate those connections to people is is where it like starts to trip you up but using that responsibility to help you bring back help it bring you back to the core of like what we're trying to get to just really speaks to me so i wanted to celebrate that too thank yeah. you yeah i find that it's useful we a lot of times like if we even if i see that like my audience or whoever is lost mm -hmm. i will have to like just check like make sure i'm communicating the connections that i'm making because a lot of times we see the connections and we think about the connections and we forget that everyone can't always follow where we're going. And so sure. sometimes it just, it really um, allows me to like pause and be like, okay, wait, let me connect the dots for you or show you all the dots and the connections. And then we can go from there. Um, and, and so that's important. I think for people with high connectedness to remember is that communication is key. And if you can't communicate, you know, there's, we have multiple ways of communicating uh, now. So, yeah. Nice. yeah, so good. It sounds almost like strategic a little bit, you know, like making those connections. Cause I've, I've had that with people who are high strategic too. Like they, they already see it. They know all the, the mm -hmm. pathway is already drawn out. And I'm like, how did you even get there? I thought we were on step B, you know, and they're already to M and I'm like, I have no idea how to get those places in between. So yeah, yeah. Thanks, for, thanks for like connecting those things for me. <laughs> I always say that my strategic is through people. Mm. I, find myself, yeah. I really, because I don't, I do come in second for strategic thinking, but really it's it, it being able to be in tune 
to in seeing those links, I do see it as a very strategic path. Yeah. Towards the that, is, that is true. And I wonder how it shows up for other people because it, it, it seems strategic on our end, but it's, I don't, I see it as like just connections uh, because people will call me and say, Hey, do you know someone who does a, B, C, and D. And I'm like, yeah, I got, you know, A, B, C, and D for you. <laughs> um, and, and what they don't know is they might come with another problem that they don't even know that one of my people or connections has a solution for. So I like to like be strategic in that manner of like helping them solve multiple problems with maybe like one or two people uh, and, and building bridges like in that manner, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, really cool. Chad, did you want me to to lead us into the next question? I would I would love it if okay. you want to take us there. Yeah, sure. So, um, in our experiences with clients and and um and other people we may have coached in the past, uh, sometimes we've found that we might see a different blend of talents in someone's top five that makes their their theme. So, like in this case, connectedness come out in a really different way. So as an example, I have a, a friend who has connectedness really high. She also has empathy really high. Mm. So for her, it's incredibly difficult for her to watch a movie or a show or you know something on the news. She gets deeply affected by things that are happening to humans that she may never meet, doesn't know anything about them, but it puts her to this place where she cannot physically pull herself out of the empathy she feels for people that she might not even ever know or even get a chance to to be physically and like in interpersonally connected with but she feels that deep connection so i thought i thought that was just really interesting as i was reflecting on connectedness and who i know who has it and this really it was re very unique for me to learn that about her um because it was something that i you know she was almost offended in lots of ways by a lot of things that most, I would say most of us just kind of like, yep, it happens. Um, it's horrible, yeah. but it happens and we, and we, you know, and have to move on with our day. Whereas she is really in, you know, in that moment. And I think it's that, that mixture of empathy and connectedness that, that gave her that like ability to really feel for others. Have, have any of you had some kind of unique combinations of connectedness or met anyone who, who, like shows a little differently than the, the, the lens we're seeing through you. I just want to share the word choices that you just used really put me in my parent mode because wow. you just described my daughter and, and I, I didn't make the connection because I, my empathy is lower than hers. She has empathy number one, connectedness number two as well. Oh. But how our connectedness shows up is very different. So she lives very much in the moment, which I always thought, oh, I have adaptability in my top 10. That's why you know I can live in the moment too and be pretty flexible. And I realized as I began to understand connectedness, oh, now I understand why she feels the way she does about things that, I don't care about, I care, but I don't use the word offend. She does mm -hmm. get offended at people when they do not behave in the way that is in, um, not just empathetic, but look at this, you know, you know, the commercials on TV where the dog is the dog. Oh. 
Yes. Right? It's yes. hard, right? It's 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 ter- it's a wonderful but horrible commercial to watch. Yes. And so I will change the channel because I know the commercial. I've watched it enough. I don't want to get upset mm-hmm. over but the dogs that need to be rescued to grow up in a right. puppy. She will watch. And then she will find other scenarios that fit. So that empathy connectness and then in that offense, the word offense, I'm like, thank you. That was, that's a better story than I could come up with, with any of my clients. Yeah, no, I don't think we can, I, I, I can't talk. That's a great example. Like it shows up different for different people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So oh, thanks. Thanks ladies. Chad. <laughs> I, I had one and I'm not going to try and top that at all, <laughs> but I, um, I also have a family member. And I'm going to just leave it at family member um, instead of naming. Uh, You're what not going to throw that is. person on the bus like I just nope. did. <laughs> no bus, no buses. No, no buses, no honestly, buses. no. Um, no, but I have a family member and she has a connectedness in her, in her, um, in her top. Uh, I forget exactly where it falls, but what's really interesting is that she also has maximizer and responsibility. And, you know, I, I mentioned at the top of the show that I have connected this as, as number seven, and I can usually follow a lot of different sort of trails, these bridges, these, you know, interconnected conversations. And yet, sometimes when I relate, you know, try and relate to this family member, the connectedness and the, the intensity of um, theirs versus mine is dramatic. And I think part of it is the maximizer wants to look at all the connections and you know there's we talked uh, again at the top of the show about sort of the there are no coincidences there's a a level of faith that comes with this um theme a lot of times and a level of faith that this individual has um can make it look like she you know they're making decisions that haven't necessarily been thought through but that her maximizer in that faith is like, this is all going to work out. And that, you know, because I have analytical and responsibility and deliberative, I'm saying, whoa, 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 let's time out and let's look at the situation here. You know, it, it kind of goes to your point, Jessica, about uh, if you don't make those connections, you don't communicate those, those of us with very questioning or very yeah. risk awareness are like, okay, serious timeout. We need to back this train up and go, all right, what are the steps you're actually taking here? And so it's just been really interesting to to learn from the two of you about this theme, hear about it in this mm. episode and start thinking about you know, how can that improve the connection I have with this this family member. Um, but the, the maximizer responsibility with connecting this blend has just been a very intriguing one to sort of, not pull apart in in a destructive way, but just sort of figure out what the layers of that onion are um, so that You're I can analyzed. better relate. Yeah, yeah my, yeah. my analyze is, is, is coming to play here a little yes. bit, but it's just the level of um, the, the, the maximizer seems to add a, a, a tinge of, hmm. fervor is probably too strong a word, but it's that intensity of connectedness. This will work out. There are no coincidences. Yeah. These doors keep opening, so I'm just going to keep right on walking through them. Um, and yet, there are those of us around this room where they're like, "Wait a minute, you got from again, sort of that step A to step M, and how did you get there, and the time frame, yeah. and all the rest?" So it's 
I appreciate you all highlighting this sort of thread finding, the mind mapping, the the value of communication, um, mm -hmm. because the blend I'm seeing is very is tinted, uh, tinted, not tainted, tinted a little differently than what we've been talking about. Yeah. So, um, Chad, thanks for sharing that because you got me thinking about my family member and seeing if maximizers <laughs> connectedness because it's it's a lot. Like you said, there's something extra. It looks different. The yeah. connect the connections are stronger to you know. Oh, yeah. Life beyond is what I mean. I've even thrown some big concepts out here, but I'm a very realistic person at the end of the day. So it still needs to kind of, you know, yeah. uh, have a meaning and stuff. So that just made me think about, you know, like that maximizer with connectedness and then what that looks like. Um, and, and even, you know, just just analyzing and really asking the right questions. Um, and I think we should know that communication is not is is connectedness is not a influencing or communication strength. So there might be a lack of communication when someone with high connect connectedness is not is unable to communicate properly. Like yeah. what yeah. is all going on in here? Because it is a lot that happens. I feel like in yeah. internally when we're um, trying to explain what we're trying to explain. Yeah. yeah. It, it brought me back, listening to you guys talk about this just now, it brought me back to the very beginning and that um, that almost intuition that mm. you you guys use that word, intuition. Yeah. It's, it's like you, you, have, you might not have all the facts and data, but you have enough pieces of the puzzle to make mm. the connections that make it look like to us, like you have that intuition as to, to where mm. it's going to happen. And maybe Maximizer just ups that level even more. Yeah. Very yeah. Because that intuition <laughs> is strong. It's really strong for us. Like the intuition yeah. and, and a lot of times when you're working and even with clients and we have to like know this as coaches is like our intuition is, is our superpower. But sometimes uh, facts and data is what, you know, our clients and, and want mm -hmm. what they want and what they need, actually not even want, but what they need. And so um, a lot of times that just that's um, where we have to really like communicate our why like and where does this come from you know and how it works for us uh and that trusting in you know something bigger than ourselves and that it'll all work out in the end too so yeah yeah oh, really good. Oh, that, that was <laughs> that was a big conversation and i get nice. the, the connectedness loves the the vastness i, I think is, is one of the <laughs> words that's coming to mind as we continue through this um this episode. I want to help us bring this down a little bit more to, um, yeah, not so much levity, <laughs> but just, you know, we've yeah. talked really in depth about this theme and, and, and that's beautiful and, and has added so much, um, you know, seasoning and, and understanding of the nuances of this theme. For those that are just getting to know their their themes or maybe even somebody that is trying to understand somebody that has connectedness i'm wondering if each of you might have an image that comes to mind that somebody might be able to use as sort of an entry point for this theme you know on some other, some of our other episodes we've talked about pop culture references household objects images that we've seen you know in our daily lives is there a thing, is there a, a, an image or picture or 
a, a song even that really sort of exemplifies this um, this theme a little bit so that people can start to understand it before they delve into the depth to which we just went. And uh, Carolyn, I want to start with you. Well, now you have my mind going on what? songs. So we were talking about <laughs> families. Then I thought we are family by the Pointer Sisters, but that's not really addressing that. Um, yeah, but now I am going to come up with a song for future reference. But anyway, um, I think the image for me is the um, internet, any image that shows interconnecting of like links uh, is the strongest or building blocks. We all see how coaches will put on their website, you know, the stairs that lead up to somewhere. Every step is a link towards achieving whatever the goal is. Um, so I, I think... And the, and the, my third favorite, or maybe it's my favorite, it's the ripple when you throw the pebble in the mm -hmm. pond and okay. the water ripples and yep. there's impact that you just can't see yet below the surface, above the surface, on the surface. It's nice. A good one. Nice. Jessica, what's yeah. yours? Um, oh. You also had me thinking about a song. I don't <laughs> like the song that came to mind first, so I will still mention it, but I should put it on record that it's not one that I wish came to mind but it is is we are the world um you know okay. yeah that yeah. that comes to mind um and the image though the original question with the image is uh gadgets you know how they're all interconnected and they play off each other so if one gadget is not working properly it affects the whole machine are you talking um, about gears or gadgets yeah gears and gadget gears okay got it gears got it okay the tech background in me like sees everything as like a machine operating. Yeah. People, okay. Like, we are the tools that we need. Like people are the most important tools. Yeah. So gadgets and gears, I see that as connectedness. Nice. Jen. I have a I have a song. <laughs> oh good. <laughs> okay. So I've, I've, I am not singing for one. Like, but, <laughs> um, but my but my other one after listening to to the two of you talk about it, um, I really see the the connectedness almost like the synapses in the brain. So that was the one that I liked the most. Like I'm looking, you know, like those pictures that they show, like when they show a brain and then they like show them someone they love and like how all the parts of the brain will like light up. And yeah. so I see that um, almost physically see that in the two of you when you're talking and like making all the connections as you're like talking yeah. I'm like I'm imagining your brains all lighting up <laughs> I like that places. Yeah. um but my song is from I, I think it's like 1987 uh animated movie called an American tale and it was somewhere out there so you know it's the little five old mouse and he's like dreaming about his family member I, I think brother I don't even remember who, <laughs> who but you know they're all looking at the same sky so so that's my song <laughs> nice it's great yeah I, I, i'm gonna offer one just i i love the synapse one my <laughs> i've got a brother in neuroscience so I, that's really um, yeah. uh with me but the image that came to mind as i was preparing for this episode was um constellation maps uh mm -hmm. so you know in the starry sky you know most people see just the points of light uh, and they're sort of scattered about with no real sort of pattern well what I what I hear in this whole conversation as as I continue to try and understand the theme is that those with connectedness are seeing the pictures that we often draw in constellations, you know, Orion or the Big Dipper, um, mm. Leo, you know, uh, was it Libra and Leo and all the 
all the zodiac um signs amongst many others and just the way to draw those in a way that makes sense and then you know as we know oral history those are often used to tell stories about the movement in the sky and you know orion the hunter chasing what is it a fox or a lion or tiger or something um but just making all those connections and seeing the lines and how they all relate to each other was that was the image i came up with so nice. yeah um, i like that yeah connecting the dots like, connecting the dots says. literally <laughs> we're able to connect the dots like yeah yeah, yeah. The sky's a big place <laughs> yeah. a lot of room to yeah. roam your thoughts around like yeah yeah mm -hmm. tad do you want to take the next one uh, sure it, um, <laughs> i keep playing to my learner and ask questions yeah here. i love it so i'm curious you know we've talked a lot about information and the amount of information that both of you can process and you know sort of sort through and and put on you know mind map trees and so forth and one question is i've always had about connectedness and it's one i often also will ask about in election is can you ever have too much information? You know, I'm, I'm a learner. I love to take in all sorts of input uh, and my analytical will help me sort through it. But I'm just thinking in terms of the way you've talked about this, I'm just wondering, is there ever an overload? And, and what do you do with vast amounts of information when it is sent to you? Um, I'm just wondering if you could sort of help us understand, you know, as somebody with, with um, connectedness, what happens with vast amounts of information for you? Yeah, and I'm not sure who wants to pick that one up first. I, I, sorry, I sort of put that on the table without a, a audience <laughs> in mind, but it, both of you have brought up this idea of just being able to build mind maps and connections and bridges and links to all sorts of things. I'm just wondering what happens when all that information comes at you at, kind of at once. Yeah, you want me to take okay. Um, I, it, it's it's such a like that's a great question because um originally i'm thinking like no there's no such thing as too much information you can you can as but then it's as long as i can connect the information to something like mm -hmm. um if i'm getting too much information and i'm not able to connect the dots or see how they're connected i will uh sometimes get a little lost in the sauce like i'm like okay wait this is like let's pause take a step back, like, um, how is this related to where we started? And then if you just, just connected, and then once you're connected, we can start right back where I got lost. But so it, it just needs to, um, when I'm getting too much information, sometimes I need to pause and like, ask for what is the connection? And guess what, mm -hmm. if it's not connected, you just need to let me know that. And, and I could just put it aside somewhere else, um, and still have it like in my pocket somewhere. But um, for me, like, as long as I'm able to connect the dots or at least see the connection or know that whether or not there is a connection, there's no such thing as too much information for me. Um, it's only too much information when uh, when I don't know what to do with the information. That makes sense. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Carolyn, what about you? More information, um, listening to someone, the more information they give me, that gives me more, um, my maximizer filter helps me sort what's quality to help to the, to the address the root issue. Okay. Um, so I don't, 
more information because people, as they share their stories, we learn more about them and then their clues to, mm-hmm. to how they think, feel and behave. So yes. I don't feel overwhelmed. I think, I do think my maximizer plays a lot to filter out the extraneous information. And you've mentioned you have input somewhere in your top five or 10. It's number nine. Number nine. Okay. So I, I know this a little bit from our previous conversations and working together. So you'd mentioned something to me before about when you get tons of information, you at least have sort of a parking lot for (laughs) extra information. Kind of like Jessica was saying, it kind of gets put to the side. Your input still sort of benefits from that, correct? It is. You know, it's funny for me, and I know this is, I hope it's related, but my input (laughs) is a part of my problem solution. So I, after I've listened to someone hear where they're at, my input then says, okay, what do I need to learn? Number 10 about this person to help them solve their problem. Got it. Develop solutions. So yeah, I park my data. (laughs) (laughs) Park your data. All right. and, and like Jess said, like she keeps it, but it might be like on the back shelf because that, that doesn't pertain to what we're like working on in this moment. So I love yeah. that idea of right. like parking, parking it to the side and let, let me see, let me see what we could do with that. Um, yeah. I'd like to, I'd like to ask our last question um, before we close. And that would be, so if we're, if we're talking like you as individuals with connectedness, mm-hmm. what are some ways that you could help maybe a team leader or team members help you or others who have connectedness really offer their best contribution to a, to a team. So I, I think some of the things we talked about before were, you know, like that, that ability to be heard and, and actually share what you see. Can, can you, um, Jessica, can you start with us and, and share with us what, what ways um, the connectedness, you know, really can bring to yeah. the team? Yeah, yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, and part of it, part of the answer is related to what Carolyn had just mentioned and, and able to connect people with how they think, feel, and behave. I think that's like the more we learn about people, the more we learn about the teams that we're working with. So uh, giving someone with this strength, like the ability to um, kind of some autonomy and freedom to mm-hmm. learn more, to 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 get to know the team members that they're working with, uh, to get to know the leader and 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 to really see how that is connected and how they're connected to the purpose, the big why, you know, I I think because this talent and thing can take in some information and see patterns that is very valuable for any team member to, to really help, um, help nurture and develop that strength in in someone, because you don't want them to like overgeneralize things or make assumptions. You really want to help them uh, give reason to the whys that they're, the, the connection so if they can you know help them communicate the why behind and what they see uh give them the freedom to uh explore what is the purpose behind this connection or um is this person in the right position or are we working on the right goals like that root cause check like are, are we actually solving the right problem um and are they connected or is this problem connected to another problem so really really allow them to build the connections and then you can challenge them by asking them questions about the connections that they see. Um, I think that would be, that's, you know, the value add that someone with this strength has and also how a leader or anyone working with them can help them uh, really tap into their superpower. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Carolyn, do you, do you have anything to add? That was wonderful. So there's not much I can add. 
Um, I think people <laughs> with high connectedness, though, that that can really integrate the parts of each individual team member into the whole team and see how, so the strength pairings, like you came together to do this podcast to complement each other, those complementary partners. I think people with high connectedness spot that sooner than other people. Mm -hmm. So true. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just going to say this, so soak good. this all in. Yeah. Like, this, the, the, again the word that it keeps coming faster. to mind is vastness like, what's that i was like it is it's it i don't realize how fast these connections are you know made for people with high connectedness um yeah i so it is that it's like it that's a good like it is a it is a faster kind of connection we're able to see these things um that other people might need more information or data behind mm -hmm. to prove that there is a connection whereas we might we have that gut intuition that is, that the connection is there, that there's something there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. The um, the analogy of the car, I don't know if you learn this in training, you know how the different themes are parts of a car, the activators, gas pedal, you know, when the yeah. deliberative is the- um, right. The break, right? Break. So that's Jen and I. I, I, <laughs> I know. Except I know. Jen's got both. And I have Jen. both. I'm just both on. <laughs> but I, I love the, I love language and the language that was shared today for connectedness is beautiful and that vastness to appreciate that yet honoring the individual characteristics of each person and what they bring to the whole to the team. Um, that's just. That's powerful to me and really, really resonates. And the the so I often think of I in this way. And when I come across someone with deliberative or high and analytical, I appreciate that that person's brain operates differently from mine. Mm -hmm. So I think connectedness, I find gives us with high connectedness an appreciation for others' talents. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yes. And I sometimes might give that credit to another strength, but connectedness is definitely in there as well. But what, what other strength, may I ask, do, do you connect? <laughs> uh, I was going to think like individualization um, and the, uh, I, I think like it it kind of looks like includer sometimes, but it's really that connectedness that that knows who to bring, you know, it, it knows who to bring, but it knows the why behind um, bringing this person. I can, I can tell you, why this person needs to be at the table. Um, and mm -hmm. so that's a good reminder for me. That's good. That's, and that's a good Chad, differentiation yeah. between the two of them. That's really yeah. good. Love that. I also wonder, because I don't have high harmony. I know Chad does. Jen, I don't know where you where your harmony is or Jessica, yours. But for those of you that do have higher harmony, do you see a little bit of connectedness through harmony? Uh, that's a really good question. So this actually leads into something I was going to share anyway, because I've learned so much in this episode and I'm starting to now piece some things together for myself that I, I probably wouldn't have at the beginning of this episode. So first, let me take your, your direct question. I don't see harmony in the same way you see connectedness. My, at least for me, my harmony has a very, um, what I describe as a practical edge. Mm -hmm. There is a very like, I don't deal deal well with the emotional turmoil in 
in meetings because we seem to have gotten away from the solution. You know, Jessica, you've mentioned that so many times during this, you know, the root cause, what's the solution we're really after. The emotional turmoil that people want to stir up, this takes energy away from looking at that very practical edge and and very practical solution. So I, I can't quite say that my harmony comes across in the same sort of way that I think you are uh playing with here Mm -hmm. the the observation i'm having for myself as much as i want want, really want the focus to be back on you as as guests again harmony i much prefer the the eyes to be elsewhere um is that in some of my coaching sessions when i'm working with clients i start to see the dots or what their end solution is well before they do Mm -hmm. and one of the things I'm taking away from this episode and doing this and learning this all from you is that that's my connectedness coming to play. I was putting it someplace else. I wasn't quite sure. I thought it was my analytical and finding the patterns, but what I'm starting to see and understand is it's a, it's a blend of connectedness and maybe a little analytical stirring together. The challenge for me has always been, I'm seeing those connections and then I have to hit my own um, mental break to say, no, they've got to come to the solution on their own. And that has been a bit of a, a, a challenge for me that I, I continue to, to work through in terms of, okay, I see the solution, you know, but I can't force them to go in that direction. They've got to find their own solution. Mm-hmm. So it was just... I share that as sort of a learning takeaway that I'm having. I appreciate the question about my harmony, um, but my harmony is, does not play the same way you've described your connectedness. Uh, that's the short version. Um, Thank you but, for sharing. But I, but I very much appreciate all you have highlighted today in under helping me understand it's not my analytical. You know, you were talking about your, I think it was your developer earlier and you were putting a lot of weight on what you thought was developer, which was actually your connectedness. I think I've been putting a lot of weight on my analytical when it's really been the connectedness and finding the pieces and piecing them together. Whereas I thought that that was the pattern recognition side of analytical. Um, So anyway, that's just my brief takeaway as I go back and now reflect on this whole hour and something um, exchange we've had, which has been fantastic. I just shared my highlight. I'd like us to wrap up this episode with some highlights from the two of you. We've covered a lot of connection right quick. I'll keep it. Oh yeah, sure. (laughs) It's unavoidable, right? They're connected. They're seeing all this, all the pieces come together. So yes, Jessica, go ahead. And then uh, it's real short. Um, um, so harmony is number 11 for me and and I can, I don't see it like Chad. I originally was like, ah, maybe not, but sometimes the rabbit hole is because I can see the win, 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 win for everyone involved. And so that's when I have to sometimes lean on other strengths, like the response, like, is it a priority for them? Like, does it like, is it an immediate need or a long-term, like, is it even a, a goal for my client? Or is it something that I can just see that is a win for somebody else and them? So it's just, I can see a lot of wins when Harmony kind of tries to tap into uh, the connectedness, but I have to kind of like, uh, prioritize the why, the purpose, the the goals when that happens. Nice. nice. So that, that's actually a beautiful little segue into what I was going to ask anyway, which yeah. is what have your been your main takeaways or what 
you know, if you if we were to think about, you know, either a short or um, some sort of encapsulation of this episode, are there yeah. two or three main takeaways that each of you would want our listeners to really come away with in terms of understanding this connectedness or, or something that um, we've already covered and you just really want to reemphasize again to make sure that people truly understand it. And, and as much as our connected, as much as your connectedness would love to give us the whole shebang all probably all over again, uh, if we could keep these to fairly short, succinct um, takeaways, that would be, I think, great for our listeners. So Carolyn, I'd like to start with you. What are your two or three takeaways that you'd like our listeners to, to really walk away with? I think the biggest takeaway for connectedness uh, for me is for people to understand the genuineness, the authenticity that shines through in seeing those links and how really their strengths, it's, it's hard to silo connectedness mm. because of those links. So the value you know, we talk about hard skills and soft skills. So the recognition of the soft skill that comes through the talents associated with connectedness are equally as valuable and in, um, than people who are highly analytical from a data, you know, numerical data standpoint. There's a there's a great superpower to connectedness that I will reiterate that is more newer found <laughs> than. Um, a few years ago when I first started on this journey. And so that that's the biggest understanding of the value of focusing on that outward, you know, zoom out perspective to problem solving and bringing people together. Excellent. Thank you so much. Jessica, what's your two or three takeaways for our listeners? Yeah. Uh, so we almost made it the whole session without the dog. Um, <laughs> <laughs> As a presence, um, yes. I think the most important takeaway. I agree with what Carolyn said. Is like, um, it's really like the value that someone with high connectedness brings. Um, it, it's really that that building the bridges and, and and not just with people, but also like building the bridges amongst like individuals to like the bigger goal, the bigger purpose, oh, um, nice. and really taking something like our everyday tasks and really kind of helping motivate people to to. Um, to think beyond themselves, you know? Um, and, and so I think that's that's really important. Um, and another takeaway that I'd say is, Krisha is really helping to help connectedness flourish and to help someone with high connectedness either um, tap into it more is, is really, you know, um, explaining the why. Like if you see someone with high connectedness that might be a little lost, you might have to remind them of the why or ask them, you know, their why uh, or, or make it like connect the dots for them. If you notice that they're not making the connection, help them see the connection. And then you'll, it's like the takeoff, they take off in there. Yeah. They'll be that, uh, they'll just flourish in that strength a little bit more. Awesome. Those, I, thank you so much. Cause I'm not sure I would be able to summarize connectedness that well. So that was excellent, Jessica. Yeah. I even so, wrote a note on that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yours is great too. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, those are, those are beautiful, wonderful summary points. Um, and I'm sure our listeners will find those extremely helpful. Um, I would just like to, to thank both of you for sharing so much of your time with us and our listeners um, and helping understand this, this theme so um, thoroughly. 
So as we wrap up, I, I'd just like to uh, share with our listeners that if you've enjoyed spending time with Jessica and Carolyn, we have many other episodes um, already published and more to come. And so we encourage you to subscribe uh, to our channels. Uh, uh, Jen and I each have our own YouTube. And then, of course, we have our podcast on ACAST. Um, so please subscribe, uh, leave a comment, engage with the, the conversation. We'd love to hear what um, what other things uh, other people with connectedness uh, might experience in, in their lives. Um, so please review, um, leave us comments and reviews uh, so that we can make the the algorithm bots happy and and more people can can hear the wonderful content we've we've um, explored today yeah absolutely and i want to say thanks again you know you guys made so many connections to things for me and i think personally for me it was that ability to zoom out because being detail-oriented having lots of executing um many executing in my top five uh that's where i go is to those details i'm right down in the nitty-gritty so having someone you know knowing you can zoom out and actually see the bigger picture is is just really helpful and if you as listeners and, and viewers, if you want to get in touch with Jessica or Carolyn, we're gonna have their contact information in our show notes. So you can reach out to them in, you know, individually or directly so that you can get more information from these wonderful humans we've had on the show. And as always, if you need anything from, from me or Chad, our, our information is in the links as well. And so uh, with that, until next time, until our next episode, I'm Chad Ayer from Talent Teams Consulting. Encourage you to keep playing to your strengths. And I'm Jen Werner from Jen Werner Coaching, encouraging you to be uniquely you. Thank you. Have a great day.